welcome to another season of Not Your Average Joel, the podcast where we talk about a little bit of a lot, from the good to the bad and everything in between. My podcast is all about having fun, but it's also all about bringing awareness and addressing the elephants in the room that nobody wants to talk about. I hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. Not Your Average Joel starts right now. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Driver's Joel. So, as you can tell, I'm here back on another great episode. I'm excited for this topic. But before I tell everybody what the topic is about, which I'm sure y'all know already because you've seen it on the subject line. But anyways, before I tell y'all, um, I guess audio, like audio version of it, um, I will want to welcome my guest here of course he really doesn't need no introduction because he's been here so many times both him and caitlin have been here so like really they really don't need no introduction but i'm gonna do it anyway so oh my god i welcome back alex to the channel it's always good having him here and we have so many good conversations not only on the on the podcast episodes but even offline through text messaging or facetimes every now and then so i gotta welcome him back and thank you for being here you're welcome always feel like i'm more of a a, um co-host at this point than i am a guest but whatever yeah exactly yeah for real you and caitlin i feel like are both you might as well be like co-hosts at this point because i i feel like i can rely on both of y'all whenever i need someone to to do an episode with y'all right there and it's usually a about a topic that that we usually have like a passion for so i think that this is always good and, and i kind of now that i think about it i remember at the beginning of last year in 2023 my very first episode was with both caitlin and alex and here i am in the beginning of 2024 i did my first episode with caitlin and here i am with my second episode with alex so it just goes to show how uh how they're constant like you know when it comes to uh being here when i say they're gonna be here and just like constantly supporting the podcast so i definitely appreciate them very much for that so uh so before i tell everybody what the topic is about i gotta give y'all a couple of quick announcements right quick so last time on the last episode with caitlin i told y'all that i will no longer be having a tiktok account for my podcast episodes uh, for just for timing reasons, I feel like I just don't have the time to really narrow it all down and add the captions and all that. So uh, I do want to mention that there are a couple of other apps that are shutting down that I will no longer have my podcast episode on either uh, after March 31st. So in the outro of my videos, you won't be hearing me thanking y'all for like listening onto those two platforms. And that is a uh, Google podcast after March 31st won't be, uh, it will like no longer exist. And then same with this app called radio public. Uh, my, uh, my podcast won't be on there either. So I just thought I'd let y'all know that, you know, you'll hear where my podcast is available, but you'll, you will definitely hear those two excluded. But I do want to give uh, some good news. So I do now, last episode, I was telling y'all about me having a website, but I didn't have a name for it at the time. But uh, I actually now do have, uh, I've, 
I've owned the domain of this public website. It's actually live right now. So it is actually called www.notyouraveragejoelpodcast.com. It's pretty simple, but um, I definitely want you to go check it out. I've already seen a few people go check it out, people from even outside of the country. I saw someone in Poland was looking at my website at one point. So that was pretty cool. Um, didn't know that there was someone from Poland um, possibly listening to my episode. So if you are, shout out to you, Poland. So uh, definitely go check out the website. And, you know, I definitely appreciate your support there as well. And another thing that I want to mention was last time I told y'all I was going to try to hang up some more pictures on my travel wall behind me. But I had some like printing situation where uh, I, I missed I misspoke. I said that I had the wrong size photos, but I actually had the right size photos. But like I had these big white borders that were like that were not like consistent with my photos behind me. So I actually do now have more of them up. Um, like you see a little bit more over here on this side. I hang up um, throughout the week. Uh, a lot of the photos are from 2023. Uh, I know for y'all that are listening. Sorry, you're going to have to go see it on YouTube if you want to see what I'm talking about. But I have like photos from my DC trip and uh, from my Boise trip that when I met up with Alex a few months ago, um, as well as Montana, Wyoming, you know, a few other places, Delaware, uh, Maryland, you know, so all of those other places. Um, they're all all throughout here. I'm, I'm gonna have to next year if I add more to my travel wall. I'm gonna have to bring the photos in a little bit more together. Some of these over here, you can tell, can probably be brought in closer. So, uh, so I'm sure most people probably didn't notice because I already have so many photos in the back of my wall, but I actually had a 20 more photos back there. So I probably have over 50, 50 to 60 photos back here. And I definitely love looking at it and cherishing those memories. So, so anyways, back to what we're talking about for today. Um, I feel like this is a really good topic. I'm actually excited to talk about it because I'm all about taking myself out of like my own comfort zone and addressing the elephants in the room. Y'all know as an Alabama fan, I love me some elephants roll tide. But anyways, with when it comes to the mascot of the elephant, there's like the idea that I thought about with the elephant in the room that people like to use as a quote. And I feel like this topic, it does get talked about, but I feel like it doesn't get as exposed as I would like to see it get exposed. So I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to try to, um, you know, throw a little bit of, uh, a little bit of, um, I guess my, I don't know what, I'm trying to think of a good metaphor, throw in, I guess, my two cents in to the situation. So today's topic is actually going to be on Hollywood. So when I say Hollywood, I don't, I, I do mean the city of Hollywood in California, but I also, but that's not what I only mean. Like I also mean that anywhere like the movie industry, the music industry, I know that not every music video, every movie gets recorded in Hollywood. So I do include those outside the Hollywood area. I know Atlanta has like a really big base like area where they do a lot of filming New York city, of course, over, across the pond in London, you know, all of those different areas. There's a lot of, a lot of movies, a lot of music videos being produced and directed and all of that. So when I say Hollywood, I don't mean only just literally Hollywood. So, so I want to talk about Hollywood 
for the reason uh, being that when it comes to me being a Christian, a Christ follower, and Alex is one as well, you know, I've noticed God and Hollywood have this relationship or lack of relationship that I've noticed throughout the years. And I feel like especially here in the last few months or even in the you know past like six months or so, I've noticed it changing and for the worse. And I definitely want to address this and expose it and make it people aware of what's going on in Hollywood. Uh, people, you know, sometimes just like to look at the surface level, look at maybe a, an Instagram post or, you know, look at, you know, click music video and not really see much into that music video. But I, I feel like there's a lot more that needs to be, there's like, there's messages like subliminal, subliminal messages that are kind of being like spoken of, like beneath the lyrics of some of these songs and even the, the imagery of the music video or the movie. And, and like, it's almost like we have to read between the lines. And what I'm reading between the lines is, is scary when it comes to Christianity and Hollywood and all of that. So that that's why I really want to talk about it. I want to see like some people, if this, if only one person sees this episode and thinks like, wow, I didn't realize that there was all of this going on in Hollywood or, you know, movie industry and music industry, then I feel like I did my job. So I do have a few questions that I want to ask Alex. Of course, I'm going to put in my input as well. And yeah, I think I'm ready to start off with this first question. So, so my first question is this. Uh, I've heard of this phrase quite often that like once you go to Hollywood, it changes you for the worse. So I guess my question is this. Do you feel like that this phrase can be true in most cases or all cases? Um, I think so. Um, I, don't, I don't think Hollywood makes bad people. I don't think they produce bad people. I don't think bad people go to Hollywood, but it's the environment, it's the competitiveness, it's the um, hustle and bustle of acting and, and Hollywood and entertainment that can drive people to do awful, awful things for, um, for fame, for fortune, um, things that God really says to stay away from. <laughs> God is very anti-fame. He's very anti-fortune. Um, but these people, they love the world. Well, actually, um, in my opinion, I, I think most most actors, unless you come from a privileged background, like your dad was a producer or your parents were rich and they were able to like afford afford an acting career, um, a lot of act, a lot of people who want to do music acting theater, whatever you name it, uh, were probably children who were um, traumatized, children who didn't have the emotional support of your parents. So they found the idea of, of fame, the idea of having an audience, the idea of going on talk shows to be riveting, to be an escape. I know I did that. Um, I'm not going to expose any secrets because I've never been to Hollywood. I never wanted to be a, 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 a movie actor, but I wanted to be a stage actor and I wanted to do like jazz concerts. So I, I can say a little bit 
of secrets, quote unquote. Um, but I also have not done any theater in like um, 2016, so eight years now, because I'm just not in it anymore. I just don't, I don't like it. But growing up, at least for me, I didn't have the most attentive parents, very emotionally unavailable. So I would sit down and I would like get it, I would just escape to to the movies. And it's so funny, you see movies that have the storyline of people who are living awful lives and then they go and escape to the movies or whatever and they see themselves on screen and they're like, oh, I want that, I want to do that. And that was me, I remember watching like interviews of of like daytime talk shows with like Oprah and Ellen and um, um, well, those are the two day daytime talk shows I I watched growing up, and we now know the the horrors quote unquote of Ellen and Oprah. <laughs> um, but I remember just watching the the TV and they would just be promoting a movie and they'll just like talk and and you just have um, you know the audience just like laughing at you and I'm just like oh that's that's what I want. I want just to be, um, be paid attention to, to be loved, because I didn't get that from my parents. So, um, I would say most actors have that mindset of, oh, I'm going to do movies because if I can't get that from my parents um, or from my family, I'm going to get it through, through the audience, through people. Um, and that mindset, having that mindset, is probably why they is most likely the reason why um, they can change for the worst. Because they don't have a, a solid ground to stand on. They don't have love in their life. They're looking for love, and you look. And as scripture says, as the war says, you always look for love in the wrong places. Whether that's fame, sex, drugs. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Um, <laughs> to, I'm actually going to pull up some um, lyrics. Um, I don't know if you guys know Chicago, the movie, the musical. Um, but there's this line in the song Roxy. And I love Chicago, by the way. I think Chicago is, really, is a really good movie. But there's this line that the character Roxy says. And um, she says, mm, I'm a star. And the audience loves me, and I love them, and they love me for loving them, and I love them for loving me, and we just love each other. And that because none of us got enough love in our childhoods. And that's showbiz, kid. Um, that's, and I think that's like the antithesis, the main thesis of why Hollywood can change people, because they're looking for love they're looking for something that they didn't get yeah I, I actually agree with you on this one for sure because like you said some people are maybe didn't receive that love that you know they were hoping to get from their parents or a loved one and they're they're almost wanting that that validation that like they have worth and they do start looking unfortunately in the the wrong places where that that love that people will have for you can almost in a way like i feel like can make an actor become an idol very quick like i feel like it could be to where people will start 
like trying to like almost in a way worship you like once you become to a certain level of fame uh like like we've talked about many times with like Beyonce for example like with like ha they have church services for her and like that's Oh, what's mind-blowing yeah, or even just like tiny people who have like the tiniest bit of fame, um, and you would go and see an interview with them, and you would look on the YouTube comments, and they're like, "Oh my God, love her! Oh my God, she's just a precious cinnamon wall." And I was like, "That's so much pressure to put on a person to be like they're perfect. We love you." And I was like, "What if they mess up? You don't love." Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, like because there is gonna be a moment where they will slip, and then and that's one other like ugly side of Hollywood that like whenever you do like have a mess up, then like all oh, the press jumps on it immediately, and that's just I feel like that will mess with me, and that's in a way making things worse for you as well because what you thought you were going into looking for validation, they love you when you're at your best, but then whenever you're at your worst. then that that love like that validation that you were looking for and that love that you were looking for goes away most of the time whenever you do something like very controversial and bad and especially when it, it has something to do in relation to like discrimination or you know just any kind of hateful like words that you say to someone or even definitely a crime too like i think that those are you know it people turn on you quick and then you're kind of back at square one like you know you're back at the point where okay when well, no one loves me you know like who is there that's gonna love me and and i guess like the reason why i bring up the word idol is that i feel like we as humans like when it comes to our flesh like have this idea of like of course we want to be loved but then like some people have a little bit more of like they want to have this like self self-worship or self-gratification that like you know oh I, I like this i like this compliment here i like this there i want more 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 and like and before you know it we become a totally different person and I, that's why i feel like this question is a, a reasonable question to ask because i feel like the answer for me is yes as well because i could see if i was put in that position and maybe if i was going for acting gigs and i kept being told no I would start looking at the people around me wondering why am I getting no, but he's getting yes. And then you start thinking, is it the way I look? Is it, is it, am I too big? And like, is my hair done wrong? Is it, do I need to grow a beard out? Do I need to shave my beard? Like you start like thinking of all these like appearances at first and it makes you to where sometimes a lot of like celebrities, they go into like fully changing their look, like, plastic surgery they go into all kind of different scenarios where who like who you thought they once were they turn into a completely different person and and sometimes people even change their names like from their legal names too and you know maybe because the name your name joel vance that don't sound like a good actor name you need to go into like you need to change your name to something different to make it sound more like smoother or it makes it sound more like oh that sounds like a star name so you know I, it's just crazy that like you have to but due to like alex said the natural like competitiveness of hollywood it makes you like compare yourself to other people and it makes you it's almost like you 
are like on this totem pole in a way of like how relevant or how famous are you and you know if you want to reach that top tier of the pole like then you need to sacrifice yourself basically you need to uh, change your name change your look you know you gotta forget the people that you once knew in a way like sometimes it requires you to like well sometimes that it may not be your choice sometimes it's their choice when they see you changing for the worst they're thinking oh i don't want no part of this yeah the produ producers and agents can do so many things um and i think we all know the story of old hollywood stars i don't think any of them kept their own names obviously judy garland that's not her real name um, Joan Crawford, that's not her real name. Um, because they want a specific image to be projected onto the screen. And, um, and I, I just think of all the um, people who fell, fall, like, not, honestly, not that long ago, like Liz Lohan, Amanda Bynes. Um, now I'm talking about child stars, but um, they, they definitely fell, quote unquote, but they were like 18 and like we don't it's, it's so funny when an 18 year old has those same mistakes we're a little more kinder on them it's like oh no they're, they're growing up they're gonna be fine but when an 18 year old child star or a 16 year old child star messes up they're like oh ew what happened to this what happened to them yeah that's very true it, it is crazy how how it works and like how people react just like based off whether you know, they're a kid, adult, like, it, it is crazy just how that whole, like, thing works, and, like, why is it not just the same on all levels, so, like, what's wrong is wrong, and, you know, I think, like, another thing that I guess I kind of want to add is, uh, I don't know if there's anybody that will listen to this and be ready to, like, be a critic and jump on, like, when I mentioned about changing your name situation, some people may change their name due to, like, like maybe protection over their legal name, maybe uh, I may be wrong, but that may be a valid point. But I guess what I mean is like some of these people that, that change their name, it almost feels like it comes at the cost of you changing everything else in your life as well. And like you almost become this new like persona or a variant of yourself that like you, that you never thought you would be. And like, it, it just, I feel like a lot of, you know, like I said, the self-gratification society that we live in and like, like the more fame that you get, the more that you want it, want it, want it. And I just feel like that, that humility goes away and sadly, and I feel like a lot more pride comes in and a lot more little G gods come into play. And it's just, it's a, it's a scary game. And you know, like uh, we even mentioned here a few minutes ago about like paparazzi, like I just feel like that would, like the press, uh, yeah, the paparazzi. I just feel like all of that would just be like a mind-boggling situation in itself, and I just, right. I just don't think I would ever be cut out for it. No, I mean, think think about if let's say I was a famous actor, and you and I had lunch, and I just all I wanted to do was to sit down and eat lunch with my friend, and then you have these paparazzi taking photo of us, or you have a fan coming over and say, oh my gosh, all of you in this, can we take a photo? And it's like, look, I'm pretty sure of you watching my stuff or listening to my stuff, but I'm just here to sit down to have lunch or to have dinner with my family, with my friends, or it's just by myself because I'm stressed out. I just want to be by myself for two seconds. 
and you, and you don't have that. You have people coming over, and then people will say you are an awful person. You, they would say, "Oh, I met、um, this person, and she was so mean. I tried to talk to her, and she was like, 'Oh, not now.'" And I was like, "Yeah, they're humans. If they're eating dinner, if they're going to the grocery store, if they're doing this and that, don't bother them. I don't come up to a complete stranger." At I'm at a restaurant. I'm like, oh my gosh, how are you doing? You don't do that, but yet we somehow do that with celebrities, and it's so weird. Yeah, it really is, and that's like that's just the whole like that ties back to the whole thing of like idolatry. Like I feel like people go out of their way to like go talk to someone, and I just feel like me even doing that, like you said, to a stranger, like it would just feel weird. So I would feel like I. I don't know this person. Like I only know this person through movies, and and like you said, they're constantly. They just want like a a simpler life where like they can just go to a restaurant without being photographed. Like I, I don't want people seeing me eat no spaghetti. Like I know it's gonna be a mess. So like I don't want y'all to be. I I can see them being like, oh my gosh, like you know I can't even eat this sandwich without. Like you feel like you have to take a quick bite before they take a photo because, like, I feel like whenever you're eating, like, I feel like you're at your, like, you look your worst whenever you have like food in your mouth and all of that. And I just, yeah, I, I just definitely could not do that. And I feel like it would change me for the worst to where even、mm-hmm. in that situation, like you said, that like maybe some people would perceive it as rude. I feel like I would have to be, like, I'm, I'm such a, I feel like. Currently, for the most part, I feel like I'm like almost a yes man in a way, like where I say yes to most things. But like that would change me in a way, like if I was a if I was an actor or something, like saying no to people is hard. Like especially if you can do it for them, but then at the same time, whenever you start doing that, then it's like it's almost like you're enabling. Everyone to do it. Like, okay, well, if I take this picture with one person, then all of a sudden you got to line out the door because everyone's at your table trying to take a photo with you. So it's like you have to definitely pick and choose your battles, and it's just, I, I feel like that would just be mentally hard for me, and just physically too. Like, I feel like I would be worn out. Like, you thought that you were just going to, I'm going to a relaxing dinner with my friend Alex, and here I am. I'm gonna have to be dragged out because I'm so like worn out from just from people approaching you, talking to you, like and 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 like you said, you appreciate the fans, you appreciate you know the people that support your movies or music or whatever that is. But at the end of the day, you are still human too, and I think everyone deserves a little bit of grace and a little bit of、uh, a break and just to be human. Like, anyways, I feel like once you become actor, I feel like you. Lose a little bit of your humanity, like I feel like you, as far as like privacy and all of that, and it's just it's unfortunate. It's just crazy how we live in a in a world like this, where like we look up to celebrities like this in a way to where like we have to interfere with their lives, and I just feel like I wouldn't want to be the reason why I'm messed with someone's like, like just. Like I feel like I would make them more stressed out. I would make them more just irritable, and I just wouldn't want to pile on、uh, to their situation. Yeah, and I'm sure some celebrities are very cool. I'm sure some of them are very like, yeah, you can take a photo with me. But like, 
if I ever to do that and they turn me down, I'm not going to be upset because that was I should not have interrupted their dinner, their relaxing at the pool. I don't know whatever the, the whatever normal people do, you just don't do it. It's just it's it's so funny. It's just so weird that we make that common that we could do that to um, famous people, but we won't do that to a normal person down the street. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's like something that I feel like is I I know it comes with its like pros and cons when it comes to being famous. I feel like more cons than pros in my uh, personal opinion. Uh, but I feel like it with the whole Hollywood scene, the movie industry, and all of that. I feel like it does come with that price of like you you gain the fame, but then you got to pay for the price of people coming to see you and like and all of that but at the same time it is like there should be a little like section in our your invisible contract of like yes you do have fans yes you make it approached but there's got to be like a time and place for it and like maybe a, a meet and greet or something like that that's why i say like if you want to meet taylor swift if you want to meet taya <laughs> if you want to meet chris tomlin you know buy Spend the extra 50 or how much it is for a meeting or VIP pass and then do that and then say hi for two seconds and then you, you were able to meet them. But to go to any of those people, you know, you, you just you just can't unless you like know them. Like, obviously, if I if I knew Taya Oberwerk, I'm using Hillsong <laughs> as examples. <laughs> but if I meet them personally, or if I have worked for Hillsong and I have the number, yeah, I could totally be like, hey, want to do this? Because I can. But um, we don't know them. We know them from their music, and we know them from the movies, and we know them from like interviews, but do we have the number? Sorry, I, I just don't have Lady Gaga on speed dial. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I just can't call her. I'm like, hey, lady, do you want to get coffee tomorrow? No, I don't. But I know her music, and that's that's what we need to do. Understand that these people are strangers. Yes, we know who they are through their art, but that's all we are. We're just fans or consumers. We're not friends. Yeah, exactly. Is yeah, we have this surface level of like, yes, I know you through your music and like your movies and all of that but like i don't really know you like that like you said you don't have her number so it's like you don't you don't know her know her like that that's like that kind of reminds me and that is sort of all subject but it's uh, it's in relation but like it makes me think of like the whole mariah carey and j-lo situation where like i don't know her but like i i know her but like i don't know her in a way like i think mariah carey said that about j-lo and in a way i, I understand what mariah <laughs> carey means yeah, yeah, like, just because you know of someone, because, like, the only time maybe Mariah and J Jennifer Lopez will ever be in the same room is maybe at the Grammys or at, at a, like, a performance. Like, she has a number and then she has a number. But, like, outside of, like, an event, they probably don't text each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it definitely, I can understand Mariah Carey's standpoint because, you know, everyone would viewpoint it as, oh, she's so rude, stuck up, and, mm -hmm. you know, like and all of this. But it's like, I mean, yeah, who doesn't know J-Lo? But, like, you know, I don't, like, my answer would be the same. I I know her, like, through her music, but I don't know her, know mm -hmm. her. 
Yeah. Exactly. And then people are saying Mariah Carey is a diva, which maybe she is. I've heard, I mean, again, these are all stories, but that, I don't think that was a diva moment. I think that was just her literally just saying, I don't really know her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's why I'm all like, I'm, I can understand her viewpoint. And because I think some people are so quick to just jump on the side, like assume, assume something immediately like whether she because maybe she is known for being a diva mm. and you know like i said which can make you become a, a, like a person that is like it's coming out of the worst uh, making the worst person come out of you like whenever you yeah. become a, a star and you know i guess they're kind of using that to their advantage like see here she goes again you know mm -hmm. she's got she's going after jenny from the block and i'm, I'm not here for it but it's like like she wasn't really coming for her. She just didn't. She just don't personally know her. She they're not friends like that. So I watched. I actually did finally watch the, the actual like original clip it came from, and that was the tone of voice she used. It was literally just like, "No, I don't know her." Like she wasn't being mean. She wasn't being like an awful person. She was trying not trying to diss her. She was being honest and like, "No, I don't know her." Yeah. So, yeah, definitely, I'm uh, definitely seeing her point of view for sure. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so I guess as you know, we have spoken about. Like, I definitely see where a, a lot of people do whenever they go Hollywood. I can see a lot of like unfortunate, like unfortunate series of events that happen for these people to where they completely change themselves and. Or they're not the same person that you've met before they got famous and it kind of leads me to my next question actually so um i don't know the percentage but if you just had to like give a guesstimate a guess of like what is the percentage of people that go hollywood go into these movie music industries and actually remain successful at remaining the same person that they were before they became famous I don't know. If it, I don't. I don't know, because <laughs> um, as Mariah Carey will say, I don't know them. I don't. You know, I. I don't. I. I. I don't. I don't know because they're just every time they go on for an interview or anytime they perform on stage, you're seeing what they want to portray. Like as we do as normal people, I don't go out to my job or I don't go out to have dinner and I'm at my worst. No, I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna be almost on my best behavior unless something else happened. But I don't, I'm not going to work. I'm not going to a, a friend's house, which would be, I guess, the normal world equivalent to going performing and being in greets, I guess. Um, but I don't, I don't go to those places and I'm being my worst. You know, I'm obviously gonna at least portray, a, you know, a better Quote, not with a better version of me, but like I'm not gonna like wear people down with like my stresses at work or my stresses in life. Unless I trust you and I'm obviously on the phone with you for it, that's okay. But um, I don't know. I, I think I don't know the percentage, but it, it seems I, I do want to say at least I want to say Lady Gaga seems pretty seems pretty much the same. I think. I didn't go to high school with her. Um, <laughs> um, who's like, 
maintaining that famous, hey, 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 sorry, no, 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 sorry, my cat. Um, <laughs> um, she seems to like retain like the humbleness before she got famous. Um, but on top of my head, without doing research, I don't know. I'm, I want to say like maybe 10, 20% of people probably remain the same. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that answer. I would feel like it, the the percentage, if I had to guess, would be very low. Because I feel like once people go Hollywood, they do lose themselves and it changes like everything about them for the most part. I feel like maybe, like, like you said, there are some people out there that maybe came into Hollywood humble and have like, told themselves, I'm going to remain humble. I'm going to remain... You know, like this person that that doesn't glorify myself and like almost worship myself and become this idol and icon that gets worshipped and and all of that. And like, I'm going to tell you who deserves the glory. I feel like that is probably unheard of. So I would definitely say I, I, I wrote down two percent, but I'm going to go with your 10 percent because I feel like there may be more people out there you know like you said we don't personally know these people but i feel like if i if i just from the outside looking in uh some of these people uh, i would say that it, it is pretty low that i feel like most people do change unfortunately so and i guess like uh what kind of comes to mind is i actually just read it not too long ago in the bible but, you know, when it comes to fame and all of that comes with, like, money. And I know not every celebrity, you know, is r super, super rich. I feel like most are, but not all of them are. But um, I think about, like, the, the story of the young, rich, you know, guy in the Bible that Jesus, you know, tells him to go sell all of your possessions and, you know, and then come follow me. And he walked away from that, the rich uh, man walked away from that situation sad and upset and it kind of leads me to this verse that I have here it's Matthew 19 23 through 24 and it says and Jesus said to his disciples truly I say to you only with difficulty will a rich person enter the kingdom of heaven again I tell you it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. And I know that this rich person, that I, I, right now we're talking about Hollywood, so that's why I'm only talking about celebrities. But I understand that not only celebrities are, like, there's more rich people than just celebrities. I know there's rich doctors, there's lawyers, there's all kind of CEOs, you know, there's yeah. all kind of different rich Joel people. Osteen. <laughs> yeah joel osteen <laughs> so yeah a lot of uh a lot of rich people out there so i know that pertains to them too but i guess whenever i think about this verse and i knew that we were going to be talking about this episode of hollywood this came to mind mine and i wanted to bring it up because i knew that it, it is hard for a rich person to look away from the, the treasures of this world when it comes to the money, the fame, the fans, uh, the nice cars, the uh, mansions, all of that. And yeah, and it's feel like they they 
worship these idols and these little G gods that they completely forget about who the true God is and, and the reason for them getting in a position that they are in is that they worship creation rather than, rather than the creator. And it just, it happens way too often to where they felt like, you know, they always say stuff like, Oh, I, I did this. I did this on my own. And I actually just saw this not too long ago on one of the, award shows i forgot which one it was exactly maybe emmys or something like that i think that may have recently happened but and there's this woman that uh her name's like niecy nash or something like that oh yeah she used to be on like these like clean house shows and like it was like on like hdtv maybe but it was one of those like i'll clean your house and like you and like maybe renovate your house and all of that but anyway she's now gotten to where She's been in a few different shows and movies, and she I guess she won, uh, to be honest. I don't know for what, but I remember her and what's is kind of going viral, and I saw that she said something about, like, you know, like, you know who else I, who else I want to thank? She's like, I want to thank me. And I know what she means, like, when it comes to, like, believing in herself and, like, you know, a lot of people told her, no, you, you won't ever make it to this point. But I feel like that's, like, whenever I heard her say that, I think about like some of those that maybe don't have humility and that have a little bit more pride in their life that, you know, they're you know, thanking themselves constantly. They're never giving the glory to, to God for putting them in that position or getting through, getting them to succeed in this area. And I just feel like, I, I just feel like that's like the mentality that a lot of them come with. So and that's why my percentage is low. And that's kind of why I brought that verse up just because i feel like just to think about like that verse itself about it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle like the needle needles are very small i know everybody knows what a needle is and and a camel is is pretty big and just thinking of that a, a camel going through the eye of the needle the very little point at the needle is easier for that to happen and is more than likely that would happen than a rich person to enter the kingdom of God due to this whole like loving the world and like treasures in the world and and I mean that's unfortunate. I mean I know there are many rich people there may be some rich people out there that actually use their money for good, but there's a lot that don't. It's true. Diamond John Austin uses money for good. Sorry. That's my second that's my second slant. <laughs> Um, it won't be my last. Sorry, I like. Sorry, I need. We need to keep calling out false prophets. Um, <laughs> you know, and I think that's so true. Um, the more I grow in Christ, and the more, obviously, my my degree and my career is is ministry. Um, the more I, I I don't I just don't think about money. I I have money to live in an apartment to get groceries, to fix my bike if it, if it breaks down, to go to the hospital and to get medicine or whatever. But we, I was even like discussing about buying houses in New York and I was buying, thinking about maybe getting a mortgage or it's my house. But then I was just like, well, what happens when I move? I lose that house. What happens if this happens? I, I lose that too. So like, I know everyone's trying to say mortgage is better than rent, and it probably is because at least you're buying something to go towards something. But like at the end of the day, 
if you're not going to stay there forever, it's just going to go away. So I think I'm fine renting for the rest of my life. And that's one thing I've been, I've been thinking. Like, I think I could just rent my whole life. Like, I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't. <laughs> What's going to happen? Nothing's going to happen if I own a house or if I rent a house. Nothing's going to happen um, when I die. <laughs> Yeah. that house will go away. That money will go away. And would that, that leave me? Either in the, in the dirt, separated from God, or spinning internally with no, um, no shame, no... sadness no um no worry for eternity and that's why I, I put my mind towards Amen to that. I love that because like, I think you bring up a really good point that came to mind as you were speaking that you, know, you were talking about like having the opportunity, like if you need to go to the hospital, go to the hospital. If you need to, you know, get your bike fixed, you know, get your bike fixed. And, you know, I think about like, especially here in, uh, in America, that like we have the luxury of these things that like other people in like third world countries don't have. And in a way, like, Like, I feel like that's something that we should just be grateful for in general. Like, I feel like we were never satisfied as like Americans, especially Americans. I feel like we're very ungrateful. And I feel like we, because we look at celebrities that are primarily in the U.S., I feel like, you know, we, we compare ourselves to them and we think like, oh, well, Yeah, I have a Toyota Corolla. Yeah, it's nice. But like, I want the the Lamborghini. I want, you know, they, we start like trying to go after the Rolls Royce. We want to go after all the big like things. And, you know, it's just we we just can't see that we actually live a luxurious life. And another thing that you mentioned that like, you know, like if you uh, pass away, what's really going to matter at the end of the day is whether you're going to heaven or not. And, you know, I just thought came, it came to mind thinking about like celebrities. They came in the same exact way we all come in through, through our mom and, and our, you know, of course, our dad. And, but, you know, through we come in, uh, you know, our mom gives birth to us and then we all die the same way. We all get, you know, whether, whether you get in a casket or whether you get cremated is not what I'm talking about, but more of the sense of, you know, you, you die as a human, you're born as a human and, and what you do in this life is going to determine your eternal destination. And, you know, I think people forget that. Like, I don't, y'all know that if I'm not saying Beyonce is going to die, but let's just say Beyonce. Passed She away. will eventually. Yeah. But you know, like if someone very big and famous passed away recently, uh god's not gonna be like oh my gosh like this is beyonce let her in you know like we're, he's not gonna be like oh please let me like oh beyonce like let me into the pearly gates and you know you get you get vip like you know there's there's no vip it's either you're on equal terms and god is above everybody and uh he's you know on the throne or you're in hell for eternity and people tend to forget that they're like this If you're famous, it's only for a temporary. It, it, your your status here on Earth doesn't matter at all. Like it has no worth that like you were that I all I did was work at a drink or bottling company 
but then but then someone else dies as a celebrity or a famous poet or a famous you know musician and you know it's not going to matter at the end of the day so I, I just that came to mind that like yeah we all are really human at the end of the day but we just we almost take the human out of celebrities and, and almost like they they embrace it sometimes sadly We do. And um, what was I trying to say? Oh, I forgot my train of thought. But um, it's it's true. We we do. I, I've always I've been kind of I mean, I'm, I'm assuming there's a book out there that I'm not the first person to think about it. But I would love to um, read a book, write a book, write a paper on um, or do a sermon series. on how celebrity worship is the new ball body buy out buy out buy out i don't i i if you read the old testament you know what i'm talking about but b-a-a-l i think that's ball buy out Oh yeah, that, that, like that Baal one that, or something like that. yeah the, yeah that one pagan god that's always mentioned throughout the old testament is celebrity worship the new Bael, Bao, I don't, sorry, I want to do really No, good. I know what you mean. Um, but um, I've been wanting, because it's so true. What's the difference between the Israelites? Um, sorry, my cat's really annoying today. Um, You're <laughs> good. um, what's the difference between the people of Israel bowing down to Bael, Baal, versus us today bowing down to. Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Mariah Carey, and all those people. Mm -hmm. That's a very, very good point that like what happened thousands upon thousands of years ago is still happening today. These practices are still happening. Yep. Um, which is so tells to show you we're not that much different from people from 2,000, 5,000 years ago. We're not that much different. We're still doing the, um, doing the same thing. So. Um, but please, if, um, if anybody knows a book about that or knows a paper about that, let me know. Or I might write a book on it. I don't know. <laughs> I think, I think Yeah. it'd be an interesting paper or very interesting sermon to do. That would be actually, I would definitely be um, down to hear that for sure because, like, it, it is a good point to make that, like, this is still happening to this day. And it, it actually uh, kind of leads me to my last question because I know we've been talking about, uh, you know, the Bible. We've talked, uh, we briefly mentioned at the beginning about. the relationship between Hollywood and God. So I kind of want to get it deeper into this one, which is why I only had a few questions and this was my very last question because I knew that I wanted to kind of sit in this question for a while. So my final question is this, do you feel like God is welcomed in Hollywood? Um, I mean, he's, I mean, he is um, welcomed everywhere. Um, forgive me, I'm trying to, um, I, I, I think I heard somewhere that the, um, I can't find it, um, but like the, 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 um, the reason Hollywood, when it was first built, was supposed to be a city. But it was supposed to be like a Christian city. Uh, 
And again, I, I, I tried to look on Wikipedia right just now, but I remember hearing that from like a podcast. And again, I don't know how reputable they are. But, um, but technically, God is, he's allowed anywhere. Like, yes, he's allowed in, in, in Hollywood. We should probably allow him. I mean, think of all the, the fantastic um, biblical epics we have. Think of Ben-Hur. Think of the Ten Commandments. Think of the Prince of Egypt. Think of the Passion of the Christ. Um, I know people might have like some opinions on like the actors and the and the directors and the producers, but like the fact that they were able to get produced, um, I think is amazing. The fact that we have so many biblical epics out there, so he does have a place. It just the people in Hollywood don't want him. Trust me, um, in theater for sure. Because theater definitely has way more, um, I don't want to say hatred towards God. Well, probably. Um, <laughs> um, but theater is, is it's, um, there's not a lot of Christians in theater. Um, and it's not like he doesn't have a place, obviously, if, um, if we didn't do passion plays thousands of years ago. Um, we would not have theater as we have it today. So we got to thank the church for theater. Um, but at the end of the day, it's um, because theater and Hollywood is all about me. It's I need to, how can I progress further through me, as Nisi Nancy Nash said. No, I, I did this on my own. And it's like, well, you didn't. <laughs> no, you can't do anything by yourself or else you will fall if, if not now soon um so i think god does have a place in hollywood and in entertainment and in all of that it's really up to the people and i just don't think the people in hollywood people in the music industry people who wants to be on theater who just want to do entertainment besides like sorry brooke Ta <laughs> brooke taya chris tomlin jeremy camp obviously they they want god to be the front and center of, of what they do for entertainment um but I, I just don't think people want him even though he is well yeah i i definitely can see your point for sure because at the end of the day yeah god is you know everywhere and you know i know that even in Hollywood and the music industry and the movie industry, that there are people that, that truly do love God and are Christ followers. Mm -hmm. So I definitely, you know, like you said, all of those good movies that you brought up and the musicals that, you know, we've talked about, you know, uh, that are biblical and a relation to like religion, the Christianity religion. And I, you know, I definitely see some positivities in that. But I do feel like as far as like, I feel like as a whole, like you said, I guess I'm like harping on the statement that you said about like, they don't want him there. And I feel like that's where I'm leaning more towards no, uh, no in a way, like as being my answer. I feel like yes, but like to a degree, but like mm -hmm. mostly no, because I feel like like so many movies and shows, I feel like they they have like a bad intention whenever it comes to God, God and like the story of Jesus. And I feel like they almost use it as an opportunity to, to mock him 
whether it's his, the the way he died on the cross, you know, he, you know, the just the, everything that he's done, like whether he walked on water. I just feel like there's so many different ways, and and even one big thing that I've noticed is the way that they use the Lord's name in vain so many times. Like not only, um, you know, God's name in vain, but Jesus. Like I know I'm about to sound like Justin Bieber right now. You know, I remember he said something about like. Uh, not only want do I want to thank God, but I want to thank Jesus too. But I guess what I mean is, uh, like they used um, God and then the D word after that, and then they also use Jesus Christ's name in a way to where it sounds as derogatory, maybe the right word. Like because I feel like even sadly, uh, just to kind of go on a small tangent, I'm noticing even in the Christian community, I'm hearing people use this phrase of you know of like saying jesus in a way that like you know whenever you're bothered about something instead of saying like oh gosh or something like that like people throw in the word jesus in there and i don't know to me in a way i feel like that's like and use it in a negative like connotation uh people may think differently which is why i feel like there's been more more Christians I'm hearing use it in that way. But mm. as, but to me, I feel like it's in a way like, uh, not, not bad words, not cussing, but almost like slang that I feel like just has a, a negative meaning to it. When you say, when you're talking about, Oh Jesus, I love you. Like it sounds different than, Oh Jesus. You know, I feel like just the way that sounds, it makes it sound like, I don't know. It just makes me feel, even me just saying that right now, it just felt so uneasy. So I guess like when I see Hollywood use those kind of phrases, uh, I just feel like it, like Christians watch those kind of things and almost feel like, oh, I'll just take some of that and, you know, use some of that in my life, which is why I, I was talking to someone about this uh, yesterday that like, oh, this is why our gospel is so watered down. I feel like we we just give like a surface level gospel that, you know, I feel like anyone can just change it up if they want to. And like, here's the gospel. And it's like, no, like, that's not the true gospel. The true gospel is like in our in the word. And like everyone relies on what does Hollywood say about God? What does how should we speak about God? And, you know, people are looking up to the wrong people in the wrong uh, resources and yeah and I just think that I just say a little too much of it and especially here in recent times yeah um I just um I agree you know um we we do water that we we um sometimes people just want to be well letter red letter Christians which is just everything that Jesus said but ignore um, the other, I think he speaks in six books. So we ignore 60 of the books of the Bible and only focus on the six books that he speaks in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just, that's just a crazy mindset that people have, which, I mean, I know people are thinking, yes, true salvation is through Jesus Christ, which is true. But at the same time, like there's no point in the word of God being the word of God if you don't 
understand it from Genesis to Revelation. So those people that have like the partial, like part, like they have the gist of what the true gospel is, but like, but you got to understand how we got to this point. Like all these people that, that prophesied about like the coming Messiah and thousands upon thousands of years ago and just, you know, just seeing how true redemption happens, not only with, Jesus dying on the cross of us, but through the stories that we read, like, you know, we, I, I know y'all know, that I know you're going to be like, shut up, y'all. But like, you know, just going back to Genesis with the story of Joseph, you know, like we, me and Alex talk about it a good bit. And, you know, I know y'all hear me talk about Joseph in the dream coat, but like, just that's one story that I think immediately because like, there's the idea of redemption and forgiveness and, and just seeing how God brought Joseph through all of that, how God brought not only Joseph, but Jacob brought the brothers, their wives, their children, you know, all of them. I just felt like it, it just goes to show not just Joseph, but many people throughout the Bible. God brought many people through many situations and it all ties back to Jesus, the story of Jesus. So yeah, so this whole concept that you should just read the red letters and that's it, like it, it will never completely make sense to me. No, even um, even um, Adam and Eve is a story of redemption. Because really think about it, once you read it, God asked both Adam and Eve to come forward and tell the truth. He was like, we saw that when we were naked and we just decided to clothe ourselves. And God was like, I'm sorry, who told you were naked? Who told you that? Did you eat from this tree? Eve, well, the serpent deceived me. Adam, well, my wife deceived me. If, if you know, if Adam and Eve were just like, we ate it. You told us not to, but we got deceived and we ate it. Sorry, Lord. Eden probably still would have been a safe, still would have, not a safe place, but yeah. But I, Eden was still would have been the thing because he still wanted them to come and to repent of what they did. But instead of repenting, they just were like, they just passed blame on either the serpent or passed blame on, on each other. And God was like, was, was having none of that. He was like, I wanted you to say you're sorry. But because they didn't, he was like, okay, fine, this is what I'm going to do. So even like, even the story of Adam and Eve, the fall of man, is still a story of redemption. Because that's all God wanted from, from Adam and Eve was repentance. Yeah, exactly. It just goes to show that from the very beginning of time that this has been a concept and a, and a thing that like we are still seeing to this day. So, you know, we see you know, redemption, we see forgiveness happening, which is beautiful for sure. And like, so I just, I just love how I love seeing the correlation between biblical days uh, and like, well, even though we're technically in biblical days, if we're talking about revelation, but outside of revelation, like thousands upon thousands of years ago, uh, biblical days and seeing how it ties to today. I just love seeing, seeing all of that. And that's why this whole, I feel like this whole idea of like, let's go after God when they, they never go after any other religion. Like I don't ever see much of it because you know, if they ever went against like Islam, 
then there comes this whole idea of racism. And even though, well, technically, now that we've been seeing a little bit with this war that's going on, we see a little bit more anti-Semitic situations with Jewish people. But for the most part, I feel like Christianity and, and the Jewish people, I feel like are constantly attacked more. Like, maybe not, I, I guess when I say attacked, I mean, like, I just feel like they, they find any opportunity to, to like, be a critic against oh, yeah. them and, like, verbally, like, always saying something, calling names, and, you know, have this assumption of Christian and Jewish people. But I feel like if, if you went against Allah, if you started using Allah's name in vain, if you started saying something about the Prophet Muhammad and you started like using Ew. Muhammad's name in vain, that would, yeah, we would Ew, be you, you would die. You would literally, that is what they would do. Um, and also speaking of Hollywood and, you know, um, not so much persecution, but, you know, saying wrong, wrong thing and people hate you. Gosh, if you say one thing about Israel right now, they hate you. Mm-hmm. You say one positive thing. I remember Nanny Portman and Gal, Gal Gadot, who was um, Wonder Woman, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, first of all, they're both from Israel. Nanny Portman was born in Jerusalem. <laughs> so she's Jewish. She is from that land. So if anyone, and I think Gal is also, I don't know if she's from Jerusalem, but I think she's from Israel. So if anyone who wants to stand up against Palestine and not be ridiculed should be the people who are from Israel. Um, but because everyone's so anti-Semitic and wants to be free Palestine, if you say one thing about, hey, maybe Hamas shouldn't be you know, killing the Jewish people, people are like, oh, you're anti-Semitic. I'm sorry, oh, you're anti, um, you're, Islampho you're Islamophobic. And I was like, hold up. Did not say that. I said the terrorist group shouldn't be killing the Israelites. Or anybody, for that matter. Because even the Hamas would still kill their own people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and exactly. This whole, this whole war is a mess because um, you can't win. Because other people would be like, you're anti-Semitic or you're Islamophobic. And you can't meet in the middle. And everybody is so misinformed about this war. And it's really sad. Yes, absolutely. People are super misinformed about this. And it just everyone automatically takes one side of free Palestine, which, yes, I definitely don't want to see Palestinian you know, children or innocent citizens of Palestine and in Gaza being done wrong. But what they need to be free from is the um, Hamas is who they need to be freed from. So not from... I feel like there's just got to be some kind of peace there between Palestinians and Israel. And I feel like that this terrorist group is not helping at all. I feel like they're making it a lot worse and it's bringing a lot more division, which uh, which, like you said, kind of like with some of these actors that show their support towards Israel, they automatically get ridiculed. It's like what happened to like free speech? Like, you know, what happened to. As first of all, like you said, these two that you mentioned, Natalie Portman and Gal Gadot, like, you know, they are from Israel. So it's like, if they, anybody has any, like, say in it, it's the people that are native to that land. And, and I, it's just, 
it's mind-blowing that we, especially here in America, I know it's a worldwide problem, but especially here in America, we're so entitled that like we feel like, oh, if you don't agree with me, then you're, you know, then they have these big labels, assumptions about people. And it's just, it's like, it gets old, but it honestly gets old hearing all of that. And that's why, that's why I wanted to talk about Hollywood. And that's why I'm kind of glad that this whole Israel and Palestine got brought up at this point too, because it's just like, I'm sick of this like entitlement that we have and that like we at like, we can just, we can just say whatever we want. And if you don't agree with me, then you must hate me. And it's like, what? Like we went, we like, so I've been like, I, I could be friends with this person for like 20 years and all of a sudden I hate you just for this one, one little thing. And it's like, like, man, this division is crazy. And I feel like a lot well, of it comes from social media. Yeah. And people do that with um, celebrities all the time. Literally, they put out one bad song and they're like, oh, not a fan of those anymore. <laughs> yeah, that that's one bad movie. <laughs> yeah, that one one thing that they slip up on, whether it's a like you said, a, a song that they're thinking like, ooh, like this ain't good. I'm I'm done with them. I'm not a fan anymore. Like we are just so easily swayed, and that's mm -hmm. why, like even with this war, I feel like people were just heard one side of the story and they were easily swayed to one side. And it's just, and that's even like with Hollywood. I feel like Hollywood, social media, the media, I feel like they're all just in cahoots. And they're like, there's, there's like so, um, what is the word that I'm trying to think of? They're like, I feel like everyone just looks up to them or idolizes them for one thing. Uh -huh. But like, it's just, I feel like everyone just looks to the, the media for answers. They mm -hmm. look for, uh, and not just the media as far as like celebrities, but even news media. Like I feel like people look like when it comes to politics, we're here in election year. You know, like I just feel like we look to the wrong places. Like, and we just, just at the end of the day, all we have is right here, the word of God. And like, we have the answers to our questions here, but like no one is willing to hear it. And, and it gets very frustrating because Hollywood is so prominent and so like, just rather, out there big yeah we'd rather listen to their opinions and um then our own opinions god's opinions um we'd rather listen to people who say what we want to say and if we agree with them we agree if we don't we don't and it's we, there's no harmony anymore mm -hmm. especially yeah. after uh, especially after 2016 and that, and that's come from both sides. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, with that that election it did bring a lot of a lot more division amongst us and and I feel like uh yeah, the movie industry, the music industry, Hollywood, all of that is not making it any easier. And I think they're just they're just they're making it more chaotic and and who's the god of confusion? Satan himself. I feel like he's little G god by the way, but he is the God of confusion. He wants to have everyone not even know like what's right and what's wrong. And, and then as we see, they embrace a lot more darkness, especially here recently. And I feel like there's many artists out there that are super famous that, that get glorified. And, but at the same time, they are almost, they, they used to, I feel like, like very 
I know, I'm trying to think of the right word. I feel like now it's so out there. They're not scared to admit Satanism, like, you know, like Satan rituals and stuff like that. Like people, for example, someone like uh, Lil Nas X. Oh, like, God. I did yeah. not see the video. I've only seen pictures. I've only seen this. He even said, oh, gosh, um, bleep me out. But this is one of his tweets. Just because I'm in my Christian era doesn't mean I don't like to suck. Because mm -hmm. he's gay. That's yeah. <laughs> there we go. The, the joke is, not a joke, but the thing is, he's gay. And he's saying, oh, just because I'm in my Christian era, which, by the way, Christian era, you're a Christian, yeah. you're, not a Christian. You're, not in your, you're not in your era. <laughs> <laughs> you're either all in or you're not <laughs> mm -hmm. so to say like oh I'm in my Christian era so I'm going to do some worship songs and I'm like oh okay Kanye West okay Lil Nas X yeah exactly yeah, Lil Nas X like this whole idea of like you said a Christian era it's like no like there shouldn't be just like Christian era and then you just jump right out of it like no that, that's not how it works like you live your whole life for christ well, as soon as you become a, a christ follower your your life and your loyalty goes to our lord and savior like it's not oh i'll just do it for now just to make myself look good because i've been glorifying the devil and dancing on the devil and music videos and selling uh like 666 shoes and stuff like that and you know it's just and then all of a sudden you want to act like you are a christian and I know people are like, oh, you never know, he could be. But it's like, mm, if you saw his last music video, uh, I know you say you haven't, but like for viewers that are out there, if you've seen his last music video where he is literally on a cross and he's taking shots of like, you know, like during like the Last Supper, you know, you take like the bite of cracker and like the little grape juice and all that church. Like he's, and like he's taking shots like with it. And it's like at this point, it's like full-on mockery. It's a base of blasphemy in a way to me because I feel like it's just, it's such a slap in our face that like you're calling it a Christian era. And he acts like, oh, people use religion as like part of art, like with their art. And it's like, yeah, they do, but not in this way. Like, yes, people may use crosses. Yeah, we may wear shirts or, you know, for women, they wear earrings that have crosses on it or stuff like that. But to full out like, basically at like you are in jesus's place like in his position that like you're on the cross and that you know, and that you're taking shots like you're getting drunk at communion or getting drunk at the last supper it's just full-on mockery and it's just it's disgusting to me it's completely blasphemous it's completely um out of that also, what? Also, remember when Lenar's X was just like Old Town Road? Yeah. <laughs> remember Old Town Road, Lenar's X? Gosh, I missed that era of Lenar's X. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, who would have known that a few years ago he would have been one person? I mean, he probably was gay even at that point, but like, Wait, even to, but yeah, and at this point, like, he's just so just different than what he was at that point. And, and even other celebrities like, like Doja Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Smith. Yeah. Like that's a, another one, Doja Cat. 
Madonna has had moments where like she likes to uh, almost in a way use religious and uh, to me as a mockery she probably looks at it as art and and oh, yeah. even though i do like some of lady gaga's music but i feel like she does a little dabbles in a little bit of that as well no she completely completely does um even though i said i think she remained humble which i think she is she seems like a nice person mm-hmm. but i don't think she's a christian she may say she is i think she's italian so she might say she's catholic because <laughs> she's italian um yeah <laughs> but I, I I don't I I just don't I don't believe when she says oh I'm a I'm a, I'm a Christian um, I can say this because obviously Lady Gaga is not going to watch this um, <laughs> yeah, uh, probably not I mean but that doesn't mean I don't like her music and that also doesn't mean we shouldn't be praying for people like Lil Nas X people like like Lady Gaga people like Madonna to find the true Jesus not the Jesus they want not the Jesus they want. But the true gospel, Jesus. Yes, Amen to that. There's, there's always room for prayer for those people, and and even if they never receive that true salvation, like at least knowing that we prayed for them and you know we hoped for them is all we can do. And but also one thing is to like another big thing is to to basically make it aware to people that like you know because a lot of people don't look to the Bible, like I mentioned here a few minutes ago, like they look to these celebrities for answers. And if these answers, these answers from these celebrities are, are like this, like if this is the way the gospel is presented through thinking that you can just mock Jesus through art. And then like, you could just say, Oh, it's, it's just art. Like, uh, that's not the way we present the gospel. And that's not the true gospel at the same time. So it's like, we're looking to the wrong places like so i know i keep saying it like thousands upon thousands of times in this episode but it's like we are looking in the wrong places and we're looking to these people especially to some of these people that have these names you know like kanye west for example that yeezus or yeezy or whatever <laughs> yeah and then uh, and then uh even there's this rapper like charlemagne or something like and like his name in there says something yes. like the god or something like that in his rap rap name and it's like you will never be god like anybody like you're calling yourself the Mm -hmm. god and you have like capital g in there like and even even though i do like some of her music but even the singer lord i don't know if that's her intention is to make it sound like lord our lord and savior but i know sure her name has an e at the end of it yeah it's it's spelled l-o-r-d-e Bozo, her name is super. Speaking of people who change their names, her, <laughs> her name is. <laughs> I can't, I can't say. It. It's like Yelik or something. It's like it's, I can't. I don't think I'm saying it. it's very. It's a very unique name. Like I think I like it, but again, I don't know if she did Lord as in like Lord or like Lord as in like a king. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I guess. That one I'm I'm not fully invested in, but more of the fact of, you know, like Kanye West and that Charlemagne the God. Like, you know, I it just it's just something that I just don't like hearing because then it's saying like they're trying to place themselves as little G God and like you you look to me for answers and I'll tell you 
what what I think about this situation, this and that, and like how we should act and who we should worship. And, and maybe they're not constantly talking about that, but like just the way that they act and all will make like what you listen to and like who you surround yourself with, like you slowly become those people. And like whether you listen to the music, you start talking like them. If you hear this like rap music that maybe has a lot of vulgar language, like you start end up talking like that. You're like, oh, well, I heard it in a song. And, and especially for these young kids nowadays, they're so uh, like I know I said about um, us as Americans, we're easily swayed. But especially the kids, I feel like, you know, you're in that age where like you're growing and you're learning. And like when you hear adults like singers like rappers uh start using language you think like okay well okay that sounds that sounds cool so like you start using all of it and then people start like where did you hear that and you know then that's where the learning process happens so you know i just feel like uh, our kids are being infiltrated with a lot of this hollywood mess that like almost like you don't need god and like we don't want god and it's just it, it is going at a fast pace and that is exactly why i wanted to talk about this because like i said if even one person sees this episode and like decide to change their viewpoint on hollywood i would uh you know i would see this as success uh see this as a success and um and also i guess another thing that i do want to mention is that I know people are going to be thinking, so you never go watch movies. You don't go listen to music. And it's like, no, I, I still go to the movies. I still listen to the music, but I'm just aware of like the, the reading between the lines. Like I said earlier, like I see not every movie is terrible out there. Not every movie is going against God and going against Jesus. But I just mean that there's some like undertone of it going on even in stuff like marvel movies like i'll hear a little bit of different things where i'm like eh, do they have to throw that in there like why like it just seems so unnecessary so you know i guess that's kind of where i'm going with so don't don't be going outside the movie theaters and like protesting and quit the movies like quit we going to the movies <laughs> yeah. I personally don't like protesters just because I know you're allowed to protest but gosh there's so many things you could get done that doesn't require you to protest that's that mm -hmm. going to be a bit more um, what's the word it, not eventful productive mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah exactly there's a lot more things that you can do because for one people are not going to stop going to the movies if you're out there protesting they're still going to walk in get that buttery popcorn sit their stuff down and watch a movie so they're not they're not swayed by you just saying stop going and yeah. so you know i think like you said there's a lot more productive ways of doing things than protesting for sure yeah i mean it's the same if you could flip on those, it's the same time thing as Christians protesting at gay pride, gay pride events or gay pride parades. Like, they're not going to listen to you. You know that people are just going to walk by you or spit at you, right? And then and then you're going to be like, oh, I'm persecuted. And I was like, you didn't have to protest in the first place. You could have just not done anything. Yeah, that is true. Like, you can, you can really put that, like, put that protest into like so many different situations and you know and the outcome is probably going to be the same where like not much change happens because you uh it really makes no 
difference to me. Like, I feel like more differences would be going, like, if you, if it was something that you're really passionate about, like, going to, like, I don't know, like, the wall, like, go through the wall. Actually, like, actually make an appointment with, I guess I can't make appointments with the mayor, but, you know, like, making, like, appointments to go to City Hall and try to get it done instead of protesting. And if you want to reach out to the, to the gays, LTM, no, I'm um, to the LGBT, go to them. Don't just, like, don't protest with a sign that says Leviticus 1822. Talk to them. Go have dinner yeah. with them. Go have coffee with them. There's better tactics than protesting. So I thought it a tangent, but in my opinion, protesting is not worth it. There's better tactics. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that that's definitely a really, a really good point. So like, you know, basically just at the end of this all, what I'm telling y'all is just don't go protesting, first of all, at all, but especially in the movies, just because I'm talking about the exposure of Hollywood because I mean I don't think anybody's gonna be that influenced by me just to go do that. But but you never know. Someone may think if they've heard other people say it, then they're thinking, okay, well let's just let's just ban Hollywood altogether, which is never gonna happen. But you know, just just go into like, you know, whatever movie you watch, just pray to God for discernment. And, you know, I think that the Lord will allow you to see what needs to be seen and like i guess like one good example i know i'm like slowly closing out of this as uh, topic but like uh, one example that i'm thinking about is the movie noah that had russell no i always said russell brand who was the celebrity he was in les mis he played the the one that kept trying to catch you oh what's the crow russell crowe i was about to say oh, i know russell brand is not the name but um, Russell Crowe was, I think, in this Noah movie. And from hearing some of the like inaccuracies in that movie, and made me never want to go watch it. So like, I guess that was kind of like a, a discernment on my part, just kind of feeling like, eh, like if it doesn't align with the story of Noah in the Bible, like I don't want to see it. Which I know not everyone's ever going to be a hundred percent. But whenever you like, I'd rather see something taken out then added in like to like i mean i know you should never like take out from the word but i guess what i mean is like you can't like with the story of joseph for example like it's chapters upon chapters you can't include every single thing into the story of joseph in the musical because it, it would be a, a very very long movie or mu musical and so like there are parts where you do have to just kind of get the get the basics of it of the story so i'm not really talking about that but more of in this noah movie i heard that there was um they added some stuff to it that was never even in the story of noah at all so i think that kind of is what led me to feeling like eh, like this was not like they tried it but like they they failed at it and i feel like this will not um this will not help Christianity, I feel like it will do worse because it gives people a false idea of who God is and and how, what happened in the in the Word of God, and it just it gives people a wrong I don't know it just gives people a wrong outlook on the Bible and like understanding what truly happened in it. So that's why read it for yourself, people. It's way more intense and interesting if you read it. 
in this case, the book is always better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree 1000%. So I think that's, um, I think that's mostly everything that I wanted to talk about as far as Hollywood in general. I felt like uh, there were some moments where I probably sound like a broken record. I kept saying some of the same stuff, like, you know, oh, like well, it changes you for the worse. And, and like, I guess just because I, I've just seen it, not personally in my life. I don't personally know anybody that's famous. I mean, I do um, know someone in my life that has been in a few acting gigs, but like as far as someone that's like, that went from the bottom all the way up to like these Grammys and Emmys and stuff like that. I don't personally know anybody, but like, I guess I've just seen just unfortunately just like different things like documentaries. I've just seen different stories of different celebrities who, you know, change for the worse that, you know, that, you know, just go through a tragedy even to their own death, unfortunately. And, you know, I just, I just would love to see someone, you know, come out of listening to this just a little bit, even if you don't fully agree with me, just a little bit more knowledge of what what Hollywood is about, you know, when it comes to the actor themselves, the the movies and the music and and how it relates to Christianity, to God, to Jesus and all of that. So, you know, I hope that y'all did enjoy this i definitely enjoyed talking about this topic because i i'm definitely all into just talking about something that i'm passionate about and for the longest i've been wanting to talk about this probably for the last probably since the beginning of me wanting to do this podcast so you know it just hasn't happened yet but this was the perfect timing and i had the perfect guest on here so i definitely appreciate your input and this was a really good uh episode to me yeah i enjoyed it I like giving out secrets. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I absolutely did not. But I just, I know, um, I know the ins and outs of at least the auditioning process and the the idea of wanting to become famous and the idea of all of that. And um, miraculously, God survived, survived me. God <laughs> took me out of it um, because I was definitely going to theater, to music in the way most people do. I didn't get the attention I want from my parents, so I had to get it from approval from the audience or approval from teachers or approval from casting directors, casting agents. Um, and they're mean. <laughs> Cast directors and casting agents are mean. They, they always just like, oh, no. They always, oh, but it's a tough love. It's like, no, it's like brutal. It is traumatic. You know, I don't know how people can do it because they're not nice people. They would not look at you. I once was in an audition singing and I saw the director doing this. <laughs> literally looking at his phone and then just ignoring me. And I saw it in the corner of my eye. I was like, do I keep performing? Do I just stop? You're not paying attention, but I still got eight more bars to sing. <laughs> yeah. Like what do I do in that, in that situation? <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I, I know a little bit and I'm so happy that I can I can make my own music now and I have to make my own music. I'm happy that the only the only time I'm gonna be in front of an audience would be a congregation, which is not an audience. Which is great. <laughs> yeah. So um, the wonders of worship and ministry is that if you accidentally mess up on a on a lyric, mess up preaching the word, 
you just do it like let's say you do a little flub and you're like but if you play into it the congregation loves it the congregation loves when um you you're just you you either you flub up and you either play into it or you just keep going like the congregation is not gonna be like boo worst worship ever they're gonna just like either keep worshiping or keep cheering you on it's completely opposite of what happens when you go to an audition yeah that would that would be crazy if like you had one little slip up and they're like we need a new pastor and it's like <laughs> and what if they went with that mentality all right we're getting a new pastor and then that person slips up they maybe didn't slip up the first week but they slipped up week three and they're yeah. like new pastor like what and it's like <laughs> this isn't like this isn't like a competition show like it just sounds like it's one of those like where all right we have to slip switch out people and it's like what like that would be a crazy concept yeah so thankfully thankfully we don't do it the only time they you get a new pastor if they legitimately slip up like you know cheat on their wife mm -hmm. they preach something that is not biblically accurate that's the only time they will um get fired yeah um, yeah, that right. I, I mean, in, in, yes, the church is very graceful. Like, I think if I were to come in, if I were to relapse and come in drunk, they'll probably just like put me on a temporary leave, like leave without pay, and then I'll get the help and I'll come back. So I, I think obviously there's some cases where like the church would be a little more like forgiving, but. Um, the blasphemy preaching against the text and adultery are like the top three if you are caught in any of those top three you're you're fired mm -hmm. yeah those are definitely very reasonable reasons to get fired for sure especially if you're supposed to be preaching the word of god and you're basically going totally against it it's like mm -mm, we're not here for it you're out <laughs> yeah so yeah, so I'm glad that you're in the position that you are now because I know, uh, like he said, he was never in going to go towards Hollywood, but like he has done like some past theater stuff, like whether he was, you know, younger in his teen years and his, you know, young adult years, you know, got into theater and like in a way, theater and movies and all of that, they, they interchangeably, they're interchangeably and they like, come together at times so i feel like that's why he was a good guest to have on here because he has a little bit of like a little bit of like uh he, he knows more than what i know when it comes to like what it takes to become an actor even though i know he hasn't like become like he was never like in a movie but like he he knows like how to read scripts and to remember his lines and stuff like that so which is you know like we mentioned how they interchangeably or like they come in together and uh, coincide together so i think that this was a really good episode and i appreciate you being on here well you're welcome anytime like next episode <laughs> i know right it's like you never know <laughs> because i i you never know i may need you so if, if i do i'll definitely have to let you know <laughs> so so anyways everybody i appreciate your support you know whether it's on youtube or if you're listening on any of the podcast streaming platforms uh, definitely, like I said, go check out the new website. Uh, you'll hear the website name again in the outro. So definitely be on uh, keeping your ears out for that. And um, once again, I just, you know, thank y'all for being with me for this long. You know, this is 
episode 102. So, like, I just can't believe we've made it this far. And, you know, I look forward to doing more with y'all and uh, continue watching and looking out for new episodes on Wednesdays. And I guess um, y'all have an amazing day. And uh, we'll see y'all on the next episode of Not Your Average Joel. Bye. You guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Not Your Average Joel. My podcast is available not only on YouTube, but also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, and Pocket Cast. I also have a Facebook and Instagram page where you can reach out to me. On Facebook, just type in Not Your Average Joel, and you should be able to find my Facebook page. You can find me on Instagram at Not Your Average Joel Podcast. I also now have a website where you can find all of my resources there, along with learning more about who I am and what my podcast is about. You can go to www.notyouraverstrollpodcast.com. I've been in the world of podcasting for five seasons now, and I will never take this opportunity for granted. Thank y'all so much for your support, and I'll catch you on the next episode of Not Your Average Joel. Goodbye.